Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off. Welcome to Discover DLP with myself, Paul. And myself, Nick. We thought we'd uh, confuse everybody tonight. Mainly just confuse you. Because I just told you. <laughs> did, literally, literally just, just as you press record, you went, I'll count you on you. You can, you can do the, uh, the introduction. You know, I, just, I just think, like, I, I introduce so many podcasts. Yeah. That, you know, and with this one, it is just the two of us. So yeah. it shouldn't just, just be left to me. Just the two of us. Yeah, and we're equal billing. Like, this yeah. isn't the Nick show with Paul. This is, no. this is us together, right? So yeah. I just thought, well, no, no, we should, we should do that more. So yeah. uh, watch out in the future, guys. See if you can guess who's going <laughs> to speak first. Yeah, it'll be a last-minute decision. Yeah, probably, because we never plan much in no. advance. We, actually, we plan a little bit of this in advance. That's not... Yeah, this, uh, this one's a little bit more... Well, to be fair, the, the other shows have kind of become like that as well. In recent yeah. months. We've matured. Yeah. We've matured. We have. Rather than just going, oh, let's look at that website as we're, we're talking. We do actually have a look before we start. I, um, we, I'm going to have on my latest podcast, which is uh, Diz Is Your Life, if you've not heard that yet. Um, I interview people about how Disney has uh, affected their life. And uh, we've got Kevin coming on. Um, Kevin is one of our Patreons and a voice actor in Holland for Disney films. So uh, I sent him over the questions today and I've changed one of the questions going forward. I've, I've made a creative decision um, on my next run of shows. And uh, he came back to me and says, oh, um, have you thought of an answer for this question? And I haven't replied back to him yet, but I am going to. And I'm going to say, no, because that's not my job. <laughs> that's the best thing about doing this that kind of podcast is you get to ask people not all good questions but questions they have to think about and answer to that you I don't have, have to, to about think about <laughs> no no and whenever i've recorded nearly every time nearly you know at least seven out of the eight questions the answer starts with oh, you know this this was a tough one and i don't think of it like that because i don't have to answer the questions so i've never thought about how easy or hard these questions are no <laughs> and that's good hopefully yeah. i never will um but someone will turn the tables at some point i have i've already thought about do i do a christmas episode where the tables are turned but i'm not sure if i'm not that, if i'm that brave yet maybe year two um but we're not here to talk about that or any of the other podcasts we we do we're here to talk about disneyland paris our home yeah. away from home or it should be well it should be yeah it should have been yeah, it should so, have been in about four weeks. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that because um, I know that's not necessarily part of the news. But you were—I mean, uh, originally you were going for the run, yeah, weekends that obviously got cancelled. You still had your booking, yeah. So you had planned to still go, but just not go for the run. Of yeah, it. I I planned on going and enjoying the uh, the Lion King festival, right? Um, so that is partly the news. Yep. Um, because that is no more. 
Yeah. That's that's been cancelled now for the foreseeable future. I'm guessing for the entire season. Well, we'll, we'll come into a bit more detail on that in a little bit. Yeah. In a little bit later. Um, um, so that went, and then obviously we uh, we were put back into quarantine with France um, about what two and a half, three weeks ago. Yes. Um, so yeah, my whole my whole trip is now cancelled. Now we were. I know we, we kind of do this a lot and we don't mean to, but we did, uh, we had planned to record an episode about a week ago because yeah. uh, Lord Luke, who you might have heard on other podcasts that we've done, um, he, he changed his holiday at the last minute. Uh, yeah, um, by about 12 hours. He, but no, he, he brought it more forward more than that, didn't he? I thought, was it? I, I thought he, he was forward. meant to be going that day. No, I think he was going that week. Was it? I think he was going a week after um he will he will tell us um but anyway he beat the rush so he changed his holiday plans uh in he order to there get there mere, yeah a mere few hours before the quarantine was put in place Look, the quarantine was at four four o'clock in the morning yeah and i know that both him and some other people that i know did a, i mean they didn't do a similar thing they, they were planning to go that weekend anyway um and it was just lucky that they were planning to get there before the quarantine rules kicked in so they were both fine and, and both of them spent a good week or so there yeah. so uh, we are going to get Luke on at some point if we can get our schedules to work out um, to actually tell us what it's like to go there during uh, the quarantine uh, <laughs> well th- that's the new season right normally as you say yeah. it's, it's normally like uh, the pride of the, uh, the the Lion King and Jungle Book Festival yeah. um, and, and at the moment it's the quarantine yeah. festival um, so <laughs> it, it's good to have um, a first hand account of, of what it's like there at the moment so we are going to hopefully get him on uh, in the near future but um, it has meant because of the uncertainty of what's going on you basically had to cancel your trip yeah, uh, I, I kind of, I saw it coming, um, but I have, in fact, I left it to, to, till today to cancel everything. Um, I'm still waiting on Eurostar because they've not changed their policy yet. There's is still only up until next Monday um, that you can claim back. Um, but it's got to that point where I can't see it changing in the next couple of weeks that the yeah. quarantine will be removed. In fact, we're adding extra ones today um, to more European countries. So it's not going to change. So it just got to the point. And Disney, again, I've talked about it with Walt Disney World. Disney kind of pushed the decision as well on me. They they started changing reservations and, and cancelling things. I had, a, I had a booking for Captain Jack's. Their opening times now don't cover dinner time. Um, they only cover in the lunch period, so my reservation there was cancelled um, at the back end of last week. Right. Um, and it, it, to be fair, as I say, it, it's not going to change. So it got to the point, it's the 1st of September. I just went, Do you know what? I'm just going to cancel everything this morning. Um, my hotel was a free cancellation. I cancelled all my park reservations um, to get into the park. Um, so yeah, just waiting for Eurostar to change there their policy so I can claim a voucher for, for later travel. It's just the annoying thing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's the... It's a disappointment in, in it being cancelled. 
Yeah. Um, and then it's the whole hoo-ha about having to go and, and cancel all these, these yeah. bits and pieces. Something that I'd already done for Florida the following mm. month. I'd, I'd already been through that three months ago. And I thought I'd got to the end. I got my money back from British Airways for, for our flights. I was like, oh, great. I'm over all of that. And then mere weeks later, <laughs> I can't go to Paris either. So I've had to go through it all again. And I'm still waiting for mine. Yeah. I, I've I've not had my, my flight. Um, I was saying to Craig today, actually, if, if I go on to, I was flying with Virgin Atlantic. If I go on to Virgin's website and type in my flight details, it doesn't come up. Yeah. So it's been taken off. It's been removed. Yeah. Taking off was probably the wrong choice of words, wasn't it, when I'm talking about a plane? <laughs> it definitely um, isn't. Well, it's not at the moment, no. Um, so my flight has been cancelled. It's officially been cancelled, but I cannot get a response from the travel company yeah. uh, that I booked it for. I booked it for an agent. Um, you know, it says obviously on the website, you know, high demand and everything. I, I completely get that. Um, but it said to email them, and I, I emailed them about three weeks ago, and I've had nothing back. Yeah, the acknowledgement that they've received it, um, you know, the automated response, and that has been it. And the thing is, I'm not, I'm not desperate for the money back. Like, I, I can, I can wait on the money yeah. coming back. It's not, I'm not in financial, uh, you know, dire financial need. But it's the inconvenience, and it's the fact yeah. that I, they're just not doing anything. And Craig booked director Virgin, and he got his confirmation through within like a couple of days of what his options were. I've still had nothing. No. Um, I'm assuming I'm going to get a ref- the offer of a refund or uh, a voucher. Yeah. And to, and the thing is, like, I, I wouldn't be adverse to um, booking, you know, using that voucher for next year. Yeah. Um, See, I didn't get the option. They just they just because they cancelled the flights. They just went, "We're giving you money money back." Um, they didn't tell me that to start with, and I actually applied for a voucher in the meantime. Um, but then within a couple of days, I'd had an email saying, oh, we're refunding you. And then two days later, I'd got the money back in my account. Um, so VA have been superb. Um, I can't, I can't knock them for that for, for Florida, but as I say, just waiting on Eurostar now. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm quite happy with the voucher because I've got an annual pass now for Disneyland Paris. And the likelihood is I will do a day trip at some point once I can get back out there yeah, um, and, and use that voucher. So I've, I've got no problems with them, with them giving me a voucher for that because I know I will get back out there. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's how I kind of see it as well. It's just, it's just the whole faff of, of doing it, you know. And, yeah. you know, to add to that, it's a disappointment as yeah. well that you, your, your trip's cancelled. So not yeah. only do you have that disappointment of I'm now not going to be able to go to something I was looking forward to, but then it's the running around trying to get it all yeah. sorted. That's that's where yeah. it's uh, annoying. Yeah. Um, but hey-ho, it's it's one of those things. Um, I've got over it now. It's As I said, it's been three weeks now since I kind of accepted it. Yeah. Um, I can watch videos of Disneyland Paris again now. Um, <laughs> we were in a chat group with with Luke, and he was posting bits, and we've we've got some of it on on our Facebook page. Um, that he recorded, in fact, of the Lion King stuff. Mm. Um, and I just I couldn't face it at the time when I knew my holiday was was done. Um, so I left the chat group. <laughs> I just I couldn't I couldn't look at it at that point, having had the disappointment of two Disney cancellations this year. 
it it was kind of hard. But I'm I'm over that now, and it's it's one of those things. And and I'll be back before you know it. There's there's more important things at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. You know, I was very uh, disappointed to not be going to Halloween Horror Nights, especially with knowing what they were going to have now um, with that event. Um, you know, I, I wasn't. I was surprised in some ways they cancelled it, and not surprised in others. But you know, selfishly, I'm glad they did because I just don't know how it could have run safely. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it. You know, hopefully I'll get to go next year. If not, maybe the year after. Um, but when it's safe to do so, right? Yeah. You know, it, as you say, there's much more important things um, going on in the world at the moment. Um, and speaking of which, speaking of worlds and important things going on, um, the first thing I wanted to bring up as kind of newsworthy, a little bit of a curveball here. Um, have you heard about Planet Hollywood? No, I haven't. Don't worry, it's not that exciting. Um, oh, is it staying? <laughs> it's staying, yeah. Um, well, I don't, well, you you be the judge. Um, because as of um, last week, they're running a new promotion um, of 50% off food and non-alcoholic drinks Monday to Friday between 5 and 6. Happy hour? Can't ever knock happy hour. Well, yeah, it is, but it's, it's a very weird happy hour. You know, most, yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. What, you mean because of the quality of the food? <laughs> well, no, I was, was going to say, because they're not offering beer. Yeah, true, true. Whilst King Ludwig's, I think, do a happy hour for about three hours. Yeah. That is on beer. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know, I don't, uh, I don't understand the reasoning behind this. I don't know if this is because they're, they're not doing very well and they're trying to bring people in. Um, you know, I, or, you know, this is a Hail Mary to try and keep them afloat. I, I've got no idea. Um, but, you know, I think it's a good, it's a good discount. Um, you know, if you are in the area, if you're nearby, 50% off food is always good, right? Um, that said, Planet Hollywood can be very hit and miss. Yeah. You know, I can't remember the last time I had an, an enjoyable meal in there. Um, I don't know if that's because of the type of food I now eat. You know, so things like ribs and stuff might be really good still. I don't know. Um, and 50% off is probably what you'd want to pay for it, in all honesty. But yeah. it, it's still there. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's just worth mentioning just in case, you know, it, it is something you can do um, because it's, it's going to be a... a reasonably cheap dining option yeah, certainly for an established name like that as well it it really is kind of a good deal yes no. and no. and i'm guessing they're probably looking at the fact that before too long the village is going to become a building site yeah it's it's interesting right because we expect it you know they keep yeah. talking about doing this refurbishment obviously you know, a lot of plans are changing right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I would still think that is something that they're going to want to uh, to do. Yeah, I I think I think the Walt Disney Company know that Disneyland Paris still needs a lot of work, and I don't think the knock-on effect of what's happening at the moment is going to make a massive dent into what they are planning on doing. No. I don't think they can afford to. Is, is the problem that the Walt Disney Company have got. Is it, do we spend money that we maybe haven't got at the moment to then pick the resort up? 
in the future, or do we leave it as it is and and carry on going at a loss at times? Mm. Uh, and I think you have to look at it. They've got enough money that they can afford it to to keep going what what they had planned at at Disneyland Paris. So hopefully, I know they had some issues with the with the plans that they'd they'd drawn up for the village. Um, so hopefully that's that's been worked on while everything's been out of action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, King Ludwig's is currently closed after what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's no there's no opening date for that yet, but that no. is temporarily closed in the village um, yeah. as of last week. So it may have changed by the time of uh, of releasing this podcast. Um, but it didn't say how long it was closed for, just it was temporarily closed. So yeah. something to bear in mind. Uh, and just sticking with the village, the final thing I, I had to mention there is uh, we've got a new pop-up. Oh. So you know where we had the Hard Rock store? Yeah. A bit near uh, Rainforest Cafe? Yeah. Um, and then that became a comic book store yeah. for a while. Uh, it's now a Roland Garros pop-up shop. Intriguing. It's selling merchandise from the tennis tournament. Yeah. So I I'm not familiar with it really. If it's not Wimbledon, I don't really know. No. Um, but that's there, and it's a. Well, is it any is it any more bizarre than Hard Rock Cafe sticking a pop up there? Probably not. No, not really. But it's still, I still think it's a little bit odd. Yeah. But I suppose uh, it's a way to promote, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Keep the tourist trade rolling in on in different places, I suppose. Yeah. Um I suppose we should talk about Halloween. Yeah. Actually no, no, before we go to Halloween, we did kind of lean on it a little bit before. So yeah. um the festival of the Lion King and Jungle Book. Yeah. That is supposed to be the season that's on now. Yeah. Um it, it started late, obviously. Um, started much later than it was going to. Um, Pride of the Jungle Book, uh, Pride of the Lion King. Yeah, that's the show, isn't it? Yeah, in uh, in the Frontierland Theatre. Yeah. that did uh, eventually start performances. It did, and the Jungle Book Jive, strangely, <laughs> really weirdly, uh, was going to take place in Lights Moses action. Yeah, everything and was moved. Yeah, and they did a, I don't want to sound negative, but it was a bit of a poor job, wasn't it? Trying yeah. to make these set of lights motors actually look like a jungle. Yeah. They just tried to paint some stuff on the buildings. It looked very, yeah. very weird. Um, and that was that was due to open. Yep, they, um, they even opened it on Limeberto. Yeah. It was there. It was showing that they were ready to go the next day. And then it didn't. <laughs> The, the the kind of words that came out were that the government had decided that it wasn't um, up to their standards. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm honest, it didn't really look up to my standards, and my standards aren't particularly high. No. So I, I wonder if this was, you know, from the government, and they said, like, you've not been able to make this safe enough for it to open. Yeah. Or they just went, yeah, this is going to be awful and just decided against it. But either way, it's it's not happened. Yeah. 
And then, I've got a really horrible feeling that Lights Motors Action is going to become a dumping ground like the one at Walt Disney World did. Mm, I think it's just going to sit there for years with nothing in it. Well, I mean, there's plans for it. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. There is that There is that kind of concern, isn't it? I mean, to be honest, I'm just worried they're going to keep it as is and just throw a few Marvel characters in it like they threw uh, Lightning McQueen in there. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if the American one did this, but you know, originally when it first opened, Herbie the Love Bug yeah. was the kind of guest character. I don't think they changed it. Herbie was still in the US one. Oh, was he? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. I don't think they ever changed him out until until it closed because it closed. It's been closed a long time now at Walt Disney World, and it, it sat there the same as the. Um, Backstage tour dead for ages until then mm. they decided to build Galaxy's Edge on top of it. Yeah, which was nice. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I liked her with the love bug more than I like Lightning McQueen. Yeah, I, I, did I think as just well. fitted in more with the, the theme of the show. And in um, fact, a picture of Herbie the love bug from that show is my most popular picture on Instagram. Would huh. you believe it? From car enthusiasts. Fair enough. <laughs> I did like the way you split up and, and yeah. you know, be two separate cars. Um, anyway, so so that that didn't happen. So then we still had the pride of the Lion King. That has now stopped operating. Um, I've got to be honest, when I've seen photos from inside it, it didn't look very socially distanced. No. And it's a small theatre. It's, yeah, it's very it difficult to do that with. Well, it's not really because you could have just had every other row. Yeah, or you could have put, you know, uh, either dividers or, or things, you know, in in spots so that you split up families and whatnot. Yeah, um, there were definitely ways they could have done it, and it looks like they just let people in willy nilly. Yeah. Um, I think that'd have been much better if they'd have said, you know, as you were going in. Like how many are you for yeah. right you know up here or something they they clearly weren't doing that um so i'm not surprised it it, it temporarily closed for a day then reopened and now it's it's gone back down again what is interesting is that the season has been removed from the website yeah there is no mention of it on the website now so i think it's done yeah, I, especially with Halloween, what four weeks away? But they are also, starting that that um that season fairly early this year. Yeah, and all the um all the merch is gone. Uh, yeah. Sorry, not all the merch is gone. All the merch has gone on sale. It's it's forty percent off at the moment. Yeah, for the Lion King stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're in the parks and you want some cheap Lion King stuff, then knock yourselves yeah. out. But you know, that the, is also a sign. The food items are sticking around by the look of it. I'm yeah, still seeing people with no. I'm still seeing people picking up pork cookies and and things like that. Well, um, when um when I was there for Marvel, um I arrived. I think the day or it was either the day I either got the day after or maybe a couple of days after the Star Wars season had finished. Yeah, and even when the Marvel food offerings came out on the Saturday which was the launch of the, the Marvel season, you could still get Star Wars food items. Yeah. 
because they've, they've got them. So I suppose they're going to sell them and, you know, just get rid of the stock. Yeah. Um, they weren't reduced. They were still full price, but, you know, they're just running it down because they had the food. So, yeah. I'm sure they could have disguised at least the cherry cookie could have been anything. Oh, you yeah, you literally could have made anything up as to what you was going to call that yeah. cookie and sell it uh, as non-Star Wars. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, a good thing for me, I did get to uh, eat the uh, hand salad and carbonate shortbread, which is yeah. very nice. They, they are actually fairly tasty. I have to have to be honest. I've I've gone through a di- couple of different seasons. In fact, I've been through all three. Of those original ones so I've, mm. I've i've done marvel i've done star wars and i've done the jungle book and lion king season um and uh, yeah the, the the food items have all been fairly tasty and, and some of them were fairly different as well like the the macaroons for the lion king season last year that they haven't brought back this year bizarrely um they were really nice and i tried a few of the the star wars cookies we had a tie fighter i think and and a couple of other bits, and yeah, they're they're not bad, and not yeah, too expensive either. No, I don't think they're that bad. Not when you know we were discussing on Disney Parts and Beyond last night the food offerings at uh, oh no, sorry, not Disney Parts, uh, that Universal podcast. See again, far too many podcasts. Uh, we were discussing the the food options um, in the the tribute store because yeah. they had some Beetlejuice ones, and it was like was it eleven or twelve dollars for. Yeah. A, for a hot dog and a pretzel. Yeah, effectively a, a weird kind of corn dog, really. Yeah. Um, far too much money. Whilst those biscuits and cakes were about three fifty four euros, I think, off the yeah. top of my head. But yeah. I remember. Did you? Yeah. Did you have the Captain America donut? Uh, I had a donut. Did I have? I think I might have had the Spider Man twenty ninety nine one. The, okay. the blue and red one. Trying to think what we had when you were there. Yeah, we had we had a few bits, didn't we? The only thing I don't like um, with that stuff, especially the chocolate stuff, is they're normally refrigerated. Yeah. So, so when you get them, hard. really hard chocolate. I remember uh, last year getting the um, the tombstones. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know they were coconut, but the chocolate coconut tombstones were lovely. Um, and that that was you got three of those for like about five or six euros. Yeah. Really good value, but the first one I was really hungry and I really wanted to eat it, but you know, it took me a while because it was so hard to eat. Yeah. The other two were fine because they'd obviously softened up over time, but um, yeah, that's that's the only negative. If you're gonna buy that stuff, don't expect to eat it straight away, it is rock hard. Yeah, you go from one extreme to the other. The hot dogs you can't eat for half an hour because they're too hot that they take out of those cases. <laughs> Not cases, so but cases. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the two extremes. Take your pick. Yeah. So let's talk about a season which is going to be happening. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> as, as we recalled, no, none of us will be able to see. No. <laughs> and that's uh, the Halloween season. Yeah. Um, so we've announced a few things that are going to be going on. So um, meet Mickey. Yeah. Uh, we'll turn spooky with special decor and Halloween costumes for Mickey and friends. Um, it doesn't, you know, I, I don't, I mean, when I say Mickey and friends, I'm guessing that means like the Fab Five. Yeah, it'll be the same. I would imagine it's going to be the same characters that are in there at the moment, just right. in new costumes. Yeah, which is always fun. Yeah. You know, I like that. They introduced um, that new costume last year, didn't they, for, for Mickey outside of 
Phantom Manor, so I would imagine it'll probably be that costume. Yeah. Um, there's going to be various selfie spots around. Um, Ursula is mentioned in the kind of press release. Yeah. So, um, you know, people are kind of speculating that she might be in her shell, that she was yeah. in the castle show for last year, which makes sense. Um, Maleficent will be back in the in the courtyard. Uh, the evil queen will be out at the wishing well. Um, Donald in his Maleficent costume will make an appearance. I I, I never understand. <laughs> I don't that understand one. that one either. No, like Daisy in, in that costume makes yeah. sense. Um, and Just look, Donald I'm, up as Gaston or someone like that. Look, I've got no problem with cross dressing. No, you know, I I would happily do it more um, if I could get away with it. Um, or at all, actually. That's a good point. Just just to clarify, the last time I put on a dress, I was about 17. So it's been a long time. Um, but I've got no problem with cross-dressing, but it just does seem an odd choice. When, when you've got so many characters and, and costumes that you could put Donald in. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, Donald as a devil. Yeah. That's a classic, right? Exactly. Let's do that. Um so uh, there's going to be a, a, a small parade as well, like we, we're seeing at the moment, not a proper parade. Um, decorations will obviously be out as well. Um, uh, the studios are going to get involved. It's about time. Yeah. So the studio theatre is going to host uh, some villains. Um, it says also expect some rare special guests. So I don't have to actually reference the stakes. <laughs> they're normally quite rare in in paris yeah. but yeah um so it starts on the 26th of september uh, for the main park and the first of october <laughs> for the studios yeah i was meant to but the 26th was meant to be my second day yeah but there you go so you would have missed the studio stuff so you'd be <laughs> yeah annoyed. i would have done yeah. yeah so think of it like that uh, so yeah so that's that's what they've announced for halloween um obviously it's not going to be uh, as exciting as it normally is. There's obviously no soirees this year, uh, which is the equivalent of, of Mickey's Not So Scary. Not much of a surprise when you consider that the entire run of events in America got cancelled. Um, and I mean, it, it was chaos last year when I went. Um, you know, I did the Saturday night event, so yeah. it was going to be busy. It was it was ridiculous. I remember the queue to go and see Boba Fett. I thought I might go and try and see if I'm getting a key for Boba Fett. And it was probably about three and a half hours long. It was like, it was like going into a, a Halloween Horror Night house, but slower. Yeah. Um, and Jack was about four hour queue as well. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, so it's not a surprise, but it is a shame, obviously. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see what decorations they put out because the last few years, um, we've seen Coco basically take over Frontierland. Yeah. And they have um, started on Frontierland today. Yes. So stuff yes, is starting that. to go out, so it shouldn't be long mm. before we actually see what they're doing. Did we talk on the last show about Buzz Lightyear? About it being closed? Well, it's been closed for a while. Yeah. But have you seen the construction rules for it? I haven't, not recently. They're huge. Much bigger than the show building is. Yeah. So I wonder, like, what they're doing in there, like, if they are actually making it bigger. They might be. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it'd be good if they were, because, I mean, 
it hasn't changed since it opened and it is quite a no. dated attraction yep. in terms of quality and stuff like that. So I, I, I did see there were rumours that they were changing the queues and stuff like that when you go in there. Yeah, um, well, that'd be interesting because that queue has been a mess for a long time. When, when it works, it's brilliant. Like It's very clever use of the technology, but most yeah. of the time it's not. Yeah, most like, of the time he's... His Either arms hanging its, off, or the yeah, projection's or, not working, or he's just completely covered up. Yes, yes, I've seen him with way. a with a tarp over the top of him. Yeah, at times. Um, so yeah, that could, that could definitely do with an improvement. But the actual the theming of the queue is is all right. Uh, I get it. Yeah, um, it's no different to any of the other Toy Story rides anywhere. Um, no, Midway really. Mania is pretty much the same. Um, Slinky Dog, same. It's all just kind of a print of of something from the film. Um, mm. There's there's nothing interactive in any of the queues or anything. So it might be that they're doing something like that in there. Yeah, they make it. We, we've seen a lot of interactive queues pop up in the in the states. Maybe that's that's the first attempt at, at Paris. Mm. Is now the time to do interactive queues? Yeah, exactly. But if they'd already started it, there's what can they do? I'm just more excited to see if they had like a second level or something. Yeah, that that's where I get my my interest is being peaked. But it's it's very interesting anyway, because just because it's so huge. Yeah. Um. This this like tarp and stuff like that. It's uh, yeah. And you got to remember, unusual. it was put into an existing building. Yeah, it was. And I mean, so they make use of it. Yeah. So I wonder whether that might have something to do with it, that they're making it more of a purpose-built building. Yeah, well, the, I mean, I mean, I, I didn't go... I, I didn't get to go in a visionarium again before it closed. And the last time I went was probably 95. So I remember the attraction, and it was a Circle Vision, Vision 360 yeah. uh, job. But I don't remember it being... You know, I remember the auditorium being quite big, but that's about it. I don't remember much else that the building was being used for. So, um, you know, I don't know how much uh, they added to it when they turned it into Buzz Lightyear. I imagine they would have had to have done bits and pieces to it. Um, but, yeah, I know what you mean. They had to fit it into the area they had. And as much as I love the, the gift shop, it always feels too crowded. So I wonder whether there might be yeah. room for expanding that as well. It's a great shop. I can always yeah. find something in there, but it always feels really overcrowded in there. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Plus, they've got that weird kiosk, the photo kiosk, kind of in between oh, the two. Yeah. yeah. Which is where you have to go and pick up your annual pass, photo pass from. Is it? Yeah, that's where I had to go and get mine from. I actually saying that, I got mine from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But yeah, now you mentioned it, I didn't, I didn't think about it being used for that. Well, come on to annual passes, actually. Um, because due to this work, yeah, there's been some structural issues involving the um, the Bureau. Yeah. The AP Bureau. So that is now closed. Yeah. And uh, to get your annual passes now, you have to go to the studios. Yeah. And I think it's something like Windows 7 through 12 or something. Uh, between noon and six, 
is where you go now to get your annual passes. So no getting your annual pass first first thing in the morning anymore. No. And also, I mean, we got our... So I, I booked... I, I paid for the annual passes online. Yeah. Um, when we went last year. And uh, we had to go to a passport office to get them. We actually got them from the studios because I figured it'd be quicker than going to uh, the main passport office. And I was probably right, actually, to do that. Um, I mean, we experienced it before, didn't we? Yeah. On that run Disney trip, um, get our annual passes and how long it took. Um, it didn't take too long at all, and it was fine. You know, because you're under a bit of cover. There's a bit of a roof over your head at the windows anyway. Yeah. They're the ones so, on the right-hand side? Yes. Yeah, that's that's where I went to get uh, Sam's privilege tickets. When I had right. my annual pass, you could get tickets, daily tickets for like 30 euros. Yes. Um, that's where I went to get them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so it's not bad. Um, but obviously it's a shame because it means that they, you know, rather than people being split between the two locations, now it's all going to be in that one go. spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless Bureau of uh, Donald's Bureau is open, but I mean, that thing is open once in a blue moon. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I, I saw some construction photos from uh, the new Route 66 uh, expansion for the, the studio tour. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing to see. <laughs> well, I mean, there. it is well behind schedule, considering yeah. it was supposed to open this year. Yeah. Um, I can't see that happening now. No, I. if I were them, I would concentrate on getting the Marvel stuff done. Yeah. That's, uh, that's going to be the the bringing people in, concentrate on that, get that open for next year. Yeah. Um, forget about the studio tour. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, I don't think it's going to be missed. It's a, it's a people eater. Yeah. The studio tour. That's the only thing you can say. Um, it is, you know, because everyone loves Jeremy Irons, yeah. right? So, yeah. Um, and Julia Delpo. Yes. But, um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, as you say, other priorities. I mean, the the construction in Marvel is going on quite well. The, um, they've started doing stuff at um, the restaurant, the stars. Yeah. So that's been done now. Um, but good because the yeah. studio needs some more eateries. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Uh, but no, it's just suffering at the moment for that. Yeah, but no, just just sort of Marvel stuff out. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Focusing We're saying. Disneyland has got its Quinjet. I heard. It yeah, looks it very. Though. It looks very cool. Okay. Um, it's set on top. You know how it's like in in the Avengers training building, where it sits on the side, and they're kind of walking up and down underneath it. It's been set up like that, so they can you can have characters walk out underneath it while the Quinjet sat above them. And it look it does look really cool. Um, so I'm hoping that we we get ours before too long. Well, it's all we can hope for, really. Yeah. Not yep. much else we can say. But no. uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've not I've not seen it, but I will check a picture out of it because yeah, um, yeah I what I've heard is is only positive. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Paris's version now. But yeah, Spider-Man's coming along as well. Yeah. Uh, that building's coming along nicely. So yeah, 
hopefully hopefully we will start to get some stuff open up next year and even if it's not completed yeah if you can get some attractions open yeah i would say if they can get spider-man done get the restaurant open if we don't get the the iron man attraction and like the doctor strange walkthrough that we're meant to be getting if they don't open until a later date they don't i think it'll probably be the other way around if i'm honest i think it'll be iron man first well they started on spider-man first though didn't they yeah but iron man you know with spider-man they've had to destroy a building yeah start from scratch whilst iron man they've already got building they just need to change a lot of how it looks yeah do you know what i mean it depends on whether they're replacing the entire track though which they might do yeah and if so yeah that's gonna take some time yeah but yeah so um that's that's all i had for news really i don't think um I don't think there's anything else I've missed out on. No. Oh, the, the only other thing is that the uh, the front entrance gate is gone. I'd heard that. <laughs> and they put in the security tent and now across the front of the park. Uh. Because there wasn't enough room. Where huh. they were was just... It was so crowded. It's ridiculous. Now they've got the whole expanse of the 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 area in front of... Um, the Disney store of World of Disney and where they can queue people up now instead. Um, So they've got a lot more room to do it, I think. I think that's the plan, is that it gives them more more routes for people to get into the park uh, as well as more room for those people to queue. Hmm. So it's an eyesore, in my opinion. I wish they hadn't. I don't like the tents as they are anyway. Um, I think there must be a much better way of doing it than putting big green tents up. Um, like we see in the States, the most of them are kind of under umbrellas and things like that. Mm. Whereas this, it just it's going to look naff wherever they put it. But to put it right in front of the park to to screw that view as you walk in. Into the into Fantasia Gardens, it's a it's a bit of a kicker, <laughs> to be honest. So, if it's going to make life easier for them, I suppose we will deal with it. Yeah, yeah. At least it's open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for some worse. people, could be worse. Could be could be could be Disneyland. So yeah, at least yeah, at exactly. Least. Look at it like that. At least yeah. we we don't have to just walk up to it and look at it through the gates. I do wonder though, like if this is going to be a a more permanent thing or. It seems like it. It does seem mm. like they're they're planning on it sticking around. Um, which is a shame. Yeah. But. Um. We'll get over it. But. Shall we move on? I suppose we should. Yeah. So, what are we doing this week? We are doing Adventureland. We are finally at Adventureland. After we've tried to go there at least twice previously. Well, only because we get confused on on what is where in Disney for some strange reason. We've both made the same mistake though, so... Yeah, we did. That's for sure. So, this is quite an action-packed area, though, to go through. Because it's quite wide... Well, it is. There's lots. There's lots of things to do. This has probably got the most eateries in the whole park, other than Main Street. 
Uh, yeah, I think you're right, actually. So yeah, there is a lot. Yeah. Considering, we well, yeah. saying that, I mean, there is a lot, but most of them aren't open. Yeah. At the best of times, but they are there. Yeah. So should we start the the entrance through uh, the Aladdin's through Aladdin's passage? Who are Mrs. As soon as I said it, I, I tried to stop myself and I had to say it. Too late. Um, so yeah, as we walk through La Passage Enchanted, Aladdin, the right way of saying it, or yes. well, my way of saying it, we have the restaurant Agrabah Cafe. Now, just before we get into that, I did spend some time last year exploring Aladdin's Passage. <laughs> I had not been there for years and years. It's actually quite fun. Yeah, it is. It, like it's it's well it's well done. Like the yeah. the models they use and stuff are of a decent standard. It is just a walkthrough yeah. telling of the story, but there's actually a lot there. Like I forgot how long it was to walk around it. There's quite a few different scenes from the film, and I, I, yeah, it's it's quite nice. Yeah, actually. and it's it's something they've got a, a similar thing at, at Disneyland. Um. Of Sleeping Beauty's story, I think. I'm trying to remember, or is it Cinderella's? I can never remember what. It's Sleeping Beauty's what, castle, isn't it? Yeah, so. I'm sure it is Sleeping Beauty, but in a in a very similar way. Um, and it's that's enjoyable as well. So yeah, I agree. It's it's a hidden, a bit of a hidden treasure, to be honest. Unintended. Yeah. So no, I definitely recommend going and seeing it if you get a chance. I've not done it for a while. Um, so I might do that on the ne- on the next trip. Yeah, I've never eaten here. No, I haven't either, and it's been recommended to me so many times. Yeah, I mean it's especially recommended to me now because yeah, exactly of the type of food that they do. I've got I've got vegetarian friends that swear by it. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a bit different at the moment. Yeah, because you know, obviously buffets aren't buffets right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm just having a look at what I believe is, yeah, d- July 2020. So this is the latest version of the um, of the menu. Um, but there's a salad. It's a it's a mudarara salad. I don't know what that is. Samak har salad, lentil salad with onions, chickpea salad, and tomato. Now. I mean, I said I can't, I can't talk about the quality of these salads, but no. they don't. None of them appear to have cereal, so it's already <laughs> hey. a step up from what you normally get. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's meze, which is uh, tabule, uh, hummus, honey carrots, kalamata, uh, olive hummus, chickpea salad, and lemon marinated olives. So it's very olive. Yeah, and I don't like olives. Um, <laughs> That's I, I probably, never a good start, is it? I would. I probably. I mean, hummus is is hummus, so yeah. olive hummus is probably okay. But yeah, I've never I've never enjoyed an olive. No, never enjoyed an olive. Uh, and crudités, they got uh, tomato, cinnamon beet, which sounds like uh, a rock band that would have come out of Seattle in the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, you ask me. Um, grilled pepper, cucumber lemon marinated olives so doubling up there but then we've had the chickpea salad twice as well um main courses you've got couscous with vegetables chicken drumstick 
Mergaze, no idea what that is, and Meatball. Um, you've got Fruits of the Sea, again, some of the lean vegetables, shrimp, mussels, cuttlefish, uh, lamb shoulder with Makui and Oriental rice and green beans and olive oil. Now, olive oil, it's not the same as olives. I know it's the same. I know it's from the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same. Uh, and falafels with sesame sauce, uh, semolina, green beans in olive oil. Um, I like a falafel, so that'd be all right. Yeah, um, I don't mind that either. Uh, desserts, you've got an orange salad with cinnamon. Um, I wonder what that is. Does that have cereals? Who knows? Um, a trilogy of oriental desserts. Uh, dried fruit tart, fig crumble, orange blossom flavoured uh, fromage blanc. That's yogurt and jelly fruit. And there's a tasting plate, which is gingerbread with orange, fig and almond milk dessert, dried fruit tart, chocolate fondant, orange blossom shortbread biscuit, and Mickey tartlet with jelly fruit. Yeah. I mean, that sounds all right, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, it, it's completely different to what you'd get anywhere else. There is nothing yeah. on that menu... Even the lamb shoulder. There is nothing on that menu that you would expect to see elsewhere. No. So no, definitely not original. Um, and even looking further down, the the wine list, there's stuff there that you wouldn't get anywhere else. No. Black currant liqueur and blackberry yep. liqueur. Yep. Whoa, blackberry. <laughs> um, the kids' menu is pretty good as well. You get choice of startup. Poultry meatballs. That's not poultry meatballs. Uh, and orange rice. Pasta. Just one. You just get one meatball. Yeah, one meatball. Eight <laughs> meatballs. Look at the look at the size of meatball. Um, I don't know if this will mean anything to our American listeners, but uh, faggots. Not had faggots in a long time. No. But they are. Uh, I don't know why they're called faggots actually, but um, a faggot in in England, other than being an absolutely abhorrent slur is also the name of a giant meatball. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't even... What, what would you say? Probably about the size of an orange? Yeah. Or a grapefruit? Yeah, they're, they're big. Yeah. They are big. Um, so yeah, so we do meatballs like that. Um, penne pasta with tomato sauce, chicken drumstick with spices and semolina and all choice of dessert. So even the kids' menu, you know, I suppose... Pasta penne with smiles of sauce. If yeah. everyone likes that, then they. Yeah. The but other then stuff got might a, be a bit. Yeah, they've got a good choice if they they don't want to eat something different. Yeah. It's not burgers and nuggets. No. So, yeah, I, I'm 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 impressed with that actually, and I wish I'd made the time to go, and I will definitely yeah. make the time to go next time. Yeah, it's um, definitely on the list alongside my uh, my cancelled Captain Jack. Meal. And there's herbal tea as well. Is there? Of course. I'll be, I'll be all right then. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the price of that is thirty five ninety nine and uh, eighteen ninety nine for children. Yeah. Uh, I, it doesn't say, but I'm guessing that will come with a drink. Yeah. As they normally do, just the one. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Hmm. No, that's that definitely sounds interesting. It's definitely on the list to try the next time I go. I yeah. think. So then we move on and we come to our first couple of shops opposite each other, in fact. Um, I'm going to try to say the first one, um, but it's currently closed. Um, all I know is it's got a giant camel in it. 
Um, <laughs> well, according to this, it has. Really? Yep. Le Trezors de Chiraz Razadi. It has got a giant straw camel in it. What? Or I've... wood camel. It's not even on the list. <laughs> it's close currently. Ah, right. I see. Um, explore this mysterious Arabian bazaar filled with clothing and collectibles inspired by the Old Orient. And it does, it looks like it has got some traditional stuff in there as well as your typical Disney stuff. Yeah. I've briefly, I've briefly been in there before. If I remember, there was a lot of Disney princess stuff. Yeah, it does look like there's quite a bit of... I think I've only ever looked at the outside of it. I don't think mm. I've ever been in because they have both of these shops have quite a lot outside them, don't they? Normally. Yeah. In fact, I didn't realise they were shops for a long time. Yeah. Because of the amount of stuff that was outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and then opposite, this one has a giant giraffe in it. It does. Le giraffe curious. Now, I I had been in this shop quite a lot. And when I was researching for that book that I've written that I've still not done anything with about this in <laughs> Paris, I was that reading book. up that book. I was reading up on this place and I was like, there's a giant giraffe in there. I'd never, I'd never looked up. No. And of course, when you've seen it, you, you, you can't not go in there and see it. No. But for a long there's time, a I didn't realize. There's a few shops like this as well. There's, a, there's another one that's very similar in, um, Fantasyland that has got God knows what around the top of it. It's got the giant. Um, that's and of course Mickey is outside climbing the beanstalk. Um, but the giant is actually yeah. popping his head out through the window, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, but yeah, there's a few shops that are, are very similar in that style that they've got stuff going on in the rafters rather than around you. Well, even. Uh, again, I know we're drifting off a little bit, but even uh, it, the Snow White, the ride, the shop by Snow White, yeah, has got that kind of like ornamental garden, yeah, or you know, kind of inside the building but outside the shop, yeah, that you don't always, you know, you kind of stumble into by accident. You yeah. don't really know it's there unless unless you find it. So, yeah. So we then head into. Adventureland for real. We get out of the um, the Aladdin area. And Is that it, what it's called? Adventure. Is that what the kids called it? Adventureland for real. <laughs> yeah. So we get into the the open part, kind of the, the areas that you would walk around. So the first thing we come to is another eatery. It's a quick service counter service type place, Cafe de la Bruce. Um, let's have a look and have a have a see what's. It kind of says it's a snack bar. More than anything, there's there's no actual menu on here. Um, no. It says, relax and enjoy a snack in the shade of these African huts on the banks of an oasis. So it's, it's, it's just like one of those little snack areas. Um, Hot and cold drinks and a selection of ice creams and slushes. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, so it is a pretty normal one. We move on and we've got, in this area, we've got a shop and an eatery. Um, so the let's stick with the eatery because it's it's very similar again. The cool post, it's um, drinks and snacks again. Yeah. Um, in the heart of the African savannah, this refueling 
outpost has a wide range of refreshing drinks and snacks. So again, I think it, it depends on what time of the year. I think you can normally find some of the, like the, the season stuff in a, in a few of these along here. Um, it, it's also, it's got a secret um, interactive bit as well. I think that's where the, the Coca-Cola icebox is. Yes. That you can actually open up. And if, if it's working, it actually makes noises. If it's not, like I think when I showed it to you, yeah. <laughs> it does nothing but yeah. opens. But it should make the noise of someone glugging down an, an ice cold Coke. Yeah. So opposite this um, is the Indiana Jones Adventure Outpost. Um, with us two being Indiana Jones fans, um, it's, it's kind of a place I tend to gravitate towards um, whenever I walk past it. I believe this is where you bought your T-shirt yeah. and a bag of Lay's. Yeah, yes, it was. Because then we went and recorded a podcast next door. Of course, that's what everyone does when they're in Disneyland yeah. Paris. Yeah, so the description is, jump into the world of Indiana Jones in this themed trading post offering clothing, plushes, and film-inspired accessories. So it pretty much tells you what it is. It, I find it really bizarre that it's there considering the Indiana Jones ride is quite a way away still at that point. Yeah, it's not like it's it's built, as most of these things are. You know, it, going back to what we were talking about Buzz Lightyear earlier, although it's not officially a Buzz Lightyear shop, you'd call it the Buzz Lightyear shop. Yeah. And that is much nearer yeah. than this is to the Indiana Jones attraction. You certainly aren't exiting at the gift shop. You definitely, That's definitely are not. Put it that no. way. <laughs> no. Um, and you'll, you'll see while we're, we're talking, there's, there's still a few, few more bits to, to get to before we actually get to the ride. Um, so the next stop is another restaurant, and that's Colonel Hathi's Pizza Outpost. I never seem to find this place open. No, it, it seems to be closed quite a lot. Yeah. It does seem to be closed quite a lot. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. No. But it is. Um, this used to be the um, Adventures Club. Yes. I'm not sure when it changed to Colonel Hathies. I think it was mid-90s, maybe. It was before the millennium, I'm almost certain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very rarely open. Um, it's fairly standard. You, it, it goes back to some of the restaurants we've looked at before where they've got set menus. Yeah. So uh, you've got menu one, which is uh, pasta with yeah. uh, Neapolitan sauce, which is, I suppose, a bit like a marinara. Yeah. But but thinner. Um, or a cheese sauce uh, rigatoni pasta. Uh, side salad, garlic bread, cold drink. That's thirteen ninety nine. Uh, menu two is $14.99. That's uh, bolognese lasagna garlic bread or side salad, uh, magnum mini almond or yogurt with a fruit layer and cold drink. Menu three, uh, royal pizza, which I think is ham and olive. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's olive looking at the picture. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm, uh, it's, got, um, it's got more than one topping on. Yeah. No ham definitely, is definitely it on does, it. Yeah, it, there's definitely ham there and it definitely looks like olives. Yeah. Uh, or three cheese pizza, uh, side salad of garlic bread, Magnum Mini, or yogurt and a cold drink. 
yeah. um, two, uh, is it, well, it's a kid's menu as well, which is a Mickey's pizza or cheese pa- pasta or Neapolitan sauce pasta, side salad cherry tomatoes, uh, drinking yogurt or Kinder ice cream stick or apple compote, Minute Maid orange or Minute Maid apple or milk or water. That's eight ninety nine. Yeah. Um, or there's another one which is just uh, Neapolitan sauce pasta, cherry tomatoes, apple compote, and water. Yeah, <laughs> you so, have no choice of that. No. So basically, you could pick those items from the other menu. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure why they've set it aside. Surely you just take them out of the the regular one. There is a, an a la carte as well, um, yeah. where you got a chicken salad and, of course, a vegetable salad with cereal, uh, bolognese lasagna, cherry tomatoes, side salad or garlic butter bread, uh, and then, you know, various um, desserts. Um, dole fruit bowl, tropical gold pineapple. No, it's not a dole whip, surely. It's not, no, it's one of those ready-made... Yeah, fruit pops. pops. Yeah, it's what yeah. I thought. Uh, a few different ice creams available as well, and then you know your regular kind of soft drinks, mineral waters, beer is also yeah. sold there. Um, yeah, yeah, just your, your typical what you'd expect at a theme park, really. But it's and not anything. Kind of as you say, it's not open very often. No, and they did last year. They closed it, didn't they? And used it as the the VIP. Yes, it was used restaurant. for the Lion King. Yeah. yeah, the the VIP package that they did for the Lion yeah. King Festival. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move along and we get to one last shop that is next to the Indiana Jones attraction. Bizarrely. Why they wouldn't just swap them around, I don't know. Um, this also has a, a little eatery as well, but it's all part of the same thing by the look of it. It's not even marked on the map. Um, but we've got Temple Traders Boutique. Yeah. Um, at this end, um, again, discover sandy-toned clothing and adventure-inspired accessories inspired by Indiana Jones. This is, am I right? This is the little outdoor kiosk. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right at the the exit, or right at what would have been the entrance to the Indiana Jones adventure. Yes. Yeah, so you can see why they would they'd put the shop there. Yeah. Um, you know, the land is still there for to build the Indiana Jones adventure, but there is no movement on that, unfortunately. No. Um but yeah, again it's a bit of an odd one because it is just um it, it's like one of those stalls that you see that has uh, a few snacks like crisps and chocolate yeah. bars and you know, a few different bottles of drinks that you can buy. So you, your Coke, your Sprite, uh, your Coke Zero, Diet Coke, um, and, and normally, you know, at least one, if not two different types of water. And it's and normally it. the quieter of them along yes. there. I normally tend to find you can walk straight up with no problems at that one. Yeah, it never gets, never gets busy. Because it it's kind of busy. set down, isn't it? It's not yes. on the same level. It's it's kind of a step down from where the entrance you to the do, ride is. You do step down towards yeah. it, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I quite like that little kiosk. It's a, an easy one to use. Mm. So we head back out and over Adventure Isle, uh, past the Pirate Beach and the Pirate Galleons. 
through the caves and out to Pirates of the Caribbean, where we mm. have two more items. Um, first of all, you have Captain Jack's restaurant, The Pirates. Yep. used to be the Blue Lagoon. It did. Um, so this is the restaurant that's actually inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, where I had a booking up until last week. I have wanted to eat here so many times. Yeah. And uh, not been able to, either because the menu wasn't to the satisfaction of people in my party, um, or it just being busy. And yeah. it's not cheap. No, it's not. Um, so, I mean, it is one of those places that you're not going to want to go every trip necessarily. But the menus always looked really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So this is the most up-to-date one again. Um, Should we start this... with the, the menus? They're a bit further down the page. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I was just going to say, the, the, the one thing with this is that it does seem to change a lot. Yes. Like it, that, it, every trip, it seems to be different to yeah, what I remembered it being. I think it's to the season. I think it's a very seasonal based because a lot of it is like really fresh stuff. Yeah. Um, so it, it does depend on what, what you can get hold of. So the, the first proper menu that pops up is the Pir- Pirates Treasure menu, which I think they've changed the names of the menus as well. Okay. Um, it's 40, $41.99. Uh, that's starter, main course, and dessert. No drinks included with these. Mm-hmm. So you start as a chopped smoked chicken with green papaya and pickled vegetables, island-style fish soup, and quinoa salad with a spicy cashew vinaigrette. So there you have three, three options. So you've got a vegetarian option there. Um, the main courses are oven-baked mahi-mahi fish steak with coconut sauce and bell peppers. Caribbean chicken and prawns with the captain's rice and vegetable curry, plantain, banana and captain's rice. So that's your vegetarian option there. Um, And then you've got the island style rice pudding with mango puree, exotic fruit soup with muscovado, sugar and coconut foam. Well done. Uh, Shortbread, roasted pineapple and bourbon vanilla whipped cream for your dessert options. On that one. I mean, I would eat nearly all of that. I um, had real trouble picking what I wanted when I was when I was planning on what, what I was going to get. I mean, I... So, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I'm a pescatarian. Yeah. So, I will eat fish on occasion. Yeah. Um, so, for me, it's I, I wouldn't even know where to... You know, the only thing I wouldn't touch there would be um, the chopped smoked chicken and the, the Caribbean chicken and prawns for yeah. those reasons. Um, otherwise, I would struggle to to choose because, yeah. I mean, the fish soup sounds good, but also the quinoa salad with spicy cashew. Yeah, like I, I love nuts anyway, so um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, coconut sauce, love coconut flavour things. Mayi Mayi is quite nice. Um, I've never had plantain. No, I've always been intrigued either. to try it. Um, and you can't go wrong with a vegetable curry either. And those no. desserts sound amazing. Like I, I don't even know what dessert I choose to be honest. No, uh, I didn't either. That was my my main problem. <laughs> so we move on then to the first 
of the the children's menus. So the Musalon menu um, for for nineteen ninety nine. Um, so that's the starter main course dessert and drink. So the starters are tuna, tuna roulade and vegetable tartare. Um, main course is pan fried chicken breast, side dish of choice, rice, sweet potato mash, uh, or green vegetables. Or then you've got a pasta with a tomato and vegetable sauce, so you're, you're typical, really. Fussy um, easy, yep. Yeah. Desserts, vanilla ice cream with a chocolate drizzle or a fruit smoothie. And then your drinks choices, again, your typical water, orange juice, apple juice, or milk. Um, then there's the version, the uh, the Disney check version, which is just the vegetable tartare, pasta, fruit smoothie, and water. Um, then we get the more expensive children's menu, the treasure chest, me- treasure chest menu. There's a big jump here in yeah. price. So that goes up to 30, $36.99. Um, so you get the choice of starters, savoury wheat pancake with flaked tuna, or tomato salad with quinoa. Then the main course, is mahi mahi fish fish fillet or beef tenderloin with a side dish of rice, sweet potato mash or green vegetables. Um, then the dessert, fruit minestrone, which I thought minestrone was just meat. Um, no, minestrone doesn't have meat in it at all. Minestrone, <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? No, it's, it's basically tomato soup with pasta and vegetables. Yeah. Um, fruit minestrone scares me somewhat what yeah. the hell does it get served <laughs> or chocolate mousse and yeah then, that's the same drink um again there's a, a disney check menu with the tomato salad mahi mahi and the fruit minestrone yeah um there actually seems to only be one adult menu at the moment there has been up to three at times um so the current one seems to have gone and it's uh, just left you with one menu yeah, and this is another one that's got a very vast uh, drinks menu as yeah. well. Uh, including some in my cocktails as well. Element there with rum and all sorts of things. Yeah, French so. wines of different varieties, champagne, as well as non alcoholic cocktails and normal spirits and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they do have a la carte as well. Yeah. So going back to the top of the menu, you've got. Uh, Caribbean guacamole root vegetable salad, uh, the quinoa salad we mentioned earlier, uh, the smoked chicken we mentioned earlier, mixed salad with prawns and crunchy apples with a smoked paprika dressing, uh, cod fritters with uh, fresh cassava, tamarind sauce, and Creole cabbage cabbage salad, uh, white tuna ceviche, coriander lime, and fried taco, or the island style fresh soup. They are all between sixteen to 1899 yeah uh, euros uh the main course is the vegetable curry uh grilled fillet of woohoo <laughs> which is what i think mario shouts out when he jumps uh, <laughs> i was gonna sp- say that's mario's dinner yeah sweet potato mash and tangy multicolored carrots uh oven baked uh mai mai caribbean chicken and prawns uh slow roasted smoked suckling pig with grilled aubergine and squash um, and the tenderloin beef with tamarind, uh, jalapeno sauce, and sweet potatoes. They vary from $31.99 for the vegetarian option up to $37.99 for the wahoo and the tender beef. Yeah. Um, then we get to the best bit. Oh, 
Jesus Christ. Desserts, and there are a lot. Um, so we've got the island style rice pudding we mentioned earlier. Um, exotic fruit soup mentioned earlier. Tonka bean flavoured chocolate tart with vanilla ice cream and spice infused syrup. What the hell is a tonka bean? I thought they made toy trucks. <laughs> I, do you know, I assumed a tonka bean was like a vanilla bean, but maybe it's not. Mm, it's interesting. Mm. Uh, a rum bar bar with lime and mint. So I'm making style, style bar bar. <laughs> oh. Now, why is there a rum bar bar there and not one at Cafe Agrabar? Yeah. I associate that more with Cafe Agrabar, but there yeah. you go. Um, shortbread, roasted pineapple, bourbon, uh, bourbon vanilla, whipped cream. Uh, gourmet coffee or tea. Now, I'll tell you what, this better be bloody gourmet. Twelve ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, the, re- the, the rest is, uh, or, or, or the other thing is, uh, a gla- <laughs> we suggest you enjoy your desserts accompanied by a glass of shrub. <laughs> yeah. Which is well, Christmas punch. Yeah, I, I don't want no shrub. Um, <laughs> uh, the dad jokes keep coming. Um, and they also have the birthday dessert here. Yeah. Which I'm glad they called the birthday dessert because it's not is the birthday cake. Not a cake. <laughs> no, it's a blancmange. Yeah, it might be the shape of one, but it definitely is not. Um, no. Those desserts range from 14, uh, sorry, from, from well, 12.99 for the, uh, the gourmet coffee or tea uh up to 15 for the tonka bean yeah. chocolate you know, tart. i think i could just go here and just eat the dessert menu i mean it does, when when you break it down like the the cost of the of this stuff singularly it does make a lot of sense to go for the the menu yeah it really does i mean you know only you only wouldn't if you were desperate for like the the, the wahoo yeah or the beef um I want to pick the pig's not on there either, sucking pig. Um, but yeah, when you're paying, you know, thirty five ninety nine, yeah. um, just for the main anyway, yeah. and it's forty one, then it almost just yeah. doesn't make sense, does it? To do. Let's put it this way: you could end up very much like Jack Sparrow, eating in here. Yes. Or drinking in here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I'm gutted. I need, we need to go back. You and me we need do. to go back yeah. because that is the only way I'm going to guarantee to get to go there. Yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to arrange something once we can get back out there. <laughs> good excuse. And, and stumble back to a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely sounds like a, a good excuse to do so. Yeah. So then we head back out. Um, well, it's. Oh, do we might... have to head back out? I'd quite like to stay in there for a little bit longer, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we could do. Um, but we're only going next door, so we're going to the, oh. the gift shop at the, the exit to Pirates of the Caribbean, Le Coffre du Capitaine. Um, now, we've talked about this before, this shop, saying how great it used to be for pirate stuff, but ended up becoming a nightmare before Christmas store. Yeah, it's, I mean, you, you do still get quite a, a bit of pirate stuff in here, but... I'd say it's probably a 50-50 split between yeah. the two franchises, and it does not make sense. No. Not at all. So it says, walk the timber decks of this fine ship selling a trove of seafaring stores, uh, nautical supplies, and Disney booty. Mm. I wouldn't go along with that anymore. No. Um, I mean, you know, the, the, the desk is where you get your photos from the ride. Yeah. Or at least some of the desk. Um, 
and yeah you can get you normally get uh pirate outfits um swords for kids that kind of stuff um but towards the back of the shop like towards the exit is where you get nightmare for christmas stuff if you're lucky occasionally you'll get one of those limited edition statues like of the the skeleton yes with the with the with the, uh, the wheel with the ship's wheel yeah yeah and i remember that i saw the book in there which obviously yeah. makes a lot of sense but it was one of the only places i saw the book and i went back to buy the book and it had gone <laughs> um and also the other thing that annoyed me about that place in trying to get stuff was um unfortunately it was not before christmas but they did a nightmare before christmas garland like yes. a door garland and it's one that you see in the film that you know is is a monster that comes alive yeah. um and they had that in there and i thought it was wonderful and i th- but i was like oh should i get it should i not get it i thought i'd be told off if i got it to bring home and I'm then with you yeah and that I was wish, when we went yeah yeah and i wish i'd i'd taken a photo and sent it home because i was given a thumbs up to get it and when i went back a couple of months later it had obviously gone um they won't send it anymore, which is stupid, really, because I went back for Christmas. So you'd have thought, yeah. well, they would have sold it for Christmas, surely, but no. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you, you've got to be lucky in that shop. You can get some good stuff, but also, if you see something you want and it's in that shop, buy it, because they don't normally hold many yeah. of the things they've got. So, you know, that, that time with the book, with the Pirates of the Caribbean book, they'd had one. I didn't realise that, but the one I saw was the one they had. So I just assumed, oh, you'd be able to go back in there and get the book. No, <laughs> it's not like that at all. They have pretty much whatever you see is what they stock. Yeah. Doesn't to be any store, storage or anything. So um, that's my tip there. If, if you see it in there, just just buy it. Don't yeah. think about it. Just buy it. Um, but it's a, it's, a well, it's a well-designed shop. It yeah, does it feel is. like it's a pirate ship. Yeah, it does. You know, and that, that's what's sad about the fact that they, it has lost its theme in a little yeah. over the years. Because it is one of the better themed buildings. I, th- I think it, I think the, the Pirates franchise has, has probably caused that yeah. as well. Because although the last film was still pretty successful, the mer- there wasn't much merchandise for no, it. No, there wasn't. And and the fact that Disneyland Paris doesn't get a lot of the, the exclusive merchandise that they do in the in the US parks, like the Pops yeah. and the Spirit jerseys, it's, it's difficult to fill it out. I understand that. Yeah. But I think that's adventure then, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And once again, having gone through it, it makes it harder to choose my favourite land. Well, in terms of theming, I think yes. In terms of what's actually there, still yeah. pretty easy. There's only one decent attraction there. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, Indiana Jones, which I've only just started going on um, yeah. the last few trips, isn't an awful attraction. No, it's not bad for an off-the-shelf roller coaster. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity, and it is a little bit of a head bobbler. Yeah. Um, the loop is quite fun, and you do get some good views. From I can't imagine how bad it used to be when it went backwards. No, I was so interested to see how that would have been. It was, yeah. And it went backwards for quite a, quite a while. Yeah. At least three, if not four years. Yeah. 
And I wonder whether I went on it when it went backwards. And I can't remember because it it has been, it is now. Because you've got not to bounce so much, it's not to end. Yeah, it's 10 years (laughs) since I first went on it. Yeah. And I do wonder whether it did go backwards at that point. I don't think, I I think it was an early, I think it was like start the millennium. Yeah. So like mid 2000s. So I don't think, I don't think it did. No. But um, the fact that it even could do that is, you know, that they could just run the cars backwards and it would work. Yeah. It's, it's quite impressive, really, when you think about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's 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 just, it's, it is what it is. As yeah. you say, it's not the shelf coaster. It was good at the time. It was the first roller coaster in a Disney theme park anywhere in the world. Um, the first that had a loop. Um, you know, it's it's impressive for that and it's, it's got some decent theme in the queue queue theming is quite good i quite enjoy still looking for the little nods like his hat hung up in the tent and mm. and things like that I, I still think that's quite quite clever but we'd have definitely preferred in jones adventure yeah the adventure is superb yeah it's sad that it didn't get built yeah well time will tell on that one um yeah. But yeah, and obviously Pirates is is just a fantastic attraction. And, you know, one of the best versions of that attraction. Yeah, I would say uh, the three is my middle one. I would say Disneyland's still first. Mm. Um, But Disneyland Paris is... The building is superb. They did a great job designing that building to make it different to the others. Mm. Um, It's great. I really do like it. And it's, it's so great to have photograph as well. Especially at night when they start lighting it up, yeah, it looks brilliant. Um, yeah. So for for that reason, yeah, it's it's way above the Walt Disney World version for me. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I don't like about Adventureland is that where it gets dark, you know, there's, there's areas in that park that don't have lighting. Yeah, there's, and, I mean, there's quite a lot of open space with nothing going on at times. Yeah, and it can, you know, it's very easy to get lost at night without yeah. it but, but things like you know where parts of the cabin is and around uh skull rock that's only quite well lit it's the yeah. the bridges and stuff around it which aren't yeah. very well lit and i always get disorientated there but um it took it's me beautiful. it took me years to actually remember exactly where i was going to get to indy i always used to get lost trying to find that because i'm like oh, surely i shouldn't have to walk all this way yeah it's a very weirdly designed land. Yeah. It really is. Um, but it is, it is pretty and yeah. it's got a lot, you know, I, I think, you know, just discussing it tonight, you do realise there's quite a bit of uniqueness there. Yeah. Um, to be had. So, yeah. yeah. So I suppose the next episode is not going to be Adventureland again. No, um, it's not. <laughs> it's going to be... Um, Frontier, uh, frontier land. God, how can I mess that up? Fantasy land. Fantasy land. Yeah. What an idiot. Um, so yeah. So that's good because um, yeah, a lot, a lot to talk about there as well. Yeah, that's um, a big one. It is. It is. Lots of you, you forget how many uh, places you can get food and and what yeah. there. So, um, but yeah. So uh, until, well, actually. Uh, it may be the next episode we talk about Fantasyland. It may be the episode after, depending on yeah. 
how long and if we can get to talk to Luke. But uh, yeah, so there'll be another episode out in September yep. by hook or by crook. And uh, we will see you later. Au revoir. Network.